This, this is the Kristen and Knight podcast. Kristen and Knight podcast. Fueled by McCafe. Barista made coffee 24-7. On Mix 106.3. We call it quite simply Ask Nige. Yeah, indeed. Uh, you got a problem? Well, it's not that I care. I just always find the solution very easily because I don't care. Mm. Uh, question or problem number one, it says here, Kristen, I slept with her husband. Oh. What do I say to her? Mm. That is a tough one, no doubt. The thing you do not say to her is, I slept mm. with your husband. <laughs> Let's start with that. Try something like, gee, these bagels are great, aren't they? <laughs> or maybe even... Have you seen Fast and Furious 7 yet? I hear they did a great job editing Paul Walker in, even though he was dead. <laughs> oh. Try one of those two instead, see how you go. Oh, that is, that's very, very awkward. That's right, that's why you don't bring it up, Kristen. And it's happened to... Literally anything else. Two couples that I, I don't I don't know very well, but I, I kind of know that they've kind of, let's just say, had a bit of a swap. Oh, just two Have of they them. seen Fast and Furious 7? Oh, goodness. Or Walker. Mm, it can get very awkward. I actually believe he's in it. Mm. Uh, next problem says, how do I break up with my boyfriend without breaking his heart? Mm. That might seem impossible, but it's not. Mm. Here's what you do. Tell him that you're leaving him for Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> Straight up, he will probably high-five you. <laughs> you want to talk about a conflict of interest for a dude? Mm. I'm leaving you. Oh, for Scarlett Johansson. Oh. <laughs> That's a roller coaster right there for any bloke. Our third and final problem says my cleanest nephew stole from me. What should mm. I do? Oh, this is awkward. How do you know, though? How do you know it was the nephew? Were you in the house? No, I'm not here to ask questions, Kristen. I'm here to answer them. Mm. The cleanest nephew stole from me. What should I do? This is a, 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 even more simple than any of the others. You steal something from him mm. that's worth at least twice what he took from you. <laughs> But how do you get your hands on that? Like go around to his house? You follow him home. You wait till he's not there. Do you also clean his house? No. (laughs) No, it's the Sean Connery approach from the Untouchables, Kristen. Mm. If he pulls a knife, you pull a gun. Yeah. If he puts one of yours in hospital, you put one of his in the morgue. That's the Chicago way. (laughs) Okay. You've got to step it up every time. (sighs) Show him you're serious. Kristen. Don't you hate it? When there's a piece of information that you're looking for, that you're searching for in your brain, that you know that you know it, but you just can't find it. And, yeah, unlike Michael Jackson, you can't remember the time Mm. or the name or the the, the plot to the book or whatever it was. Yes. Mm. So it was was when we were on holidays, actually, and I was talking to my auntie Wendy. Oh, auntie Wendy. I know, and I was telling her about how I just started Leanne Moriarty's Apples Never Fall. Oh, okay, I'd so that's not her, true. <laughs> which is obviously a book, but um, I'd said to her, oh, God, it's a really slow start. And she's giving me a lot of information that I just don't know whether I'm going to need later on in this book. Right. And I'm a little bit disappointed at this stage. I know I'm only like, you know, two chapters in because I really enjoyed The Husband's Secret, which is another Leanne Moriarty book. Okay. And Wendy said, yes, I've read that book and I read it ages ago. What was The husband Husband's Secret? Oh. Um. And she was like, I can't remember. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. 
And I refused to Google it. I was what? like, leave it with me. Was leave the it secret with me. that his his name was actually Susan and he was a dairy <laughs> farmer from the UK? It was, honestly, a week and a half later, yeah. I'm making a coffee. And something in my brain went, ding, he was a murderer. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. He was, th- that's a pretty good secret to keep. It just arrived. Wow. It so arrived. A, a, a week and a half it took you to remember yeah. that. But do you know what? I respect the hell out of the fact that you refused to look it up. You you forced your brain to come up with the information that you knew was in there somewhere, oh, right? I knew it. You're listening to the Kristen and Knight podcast. Mix 106.3. And there's something very special for you right here, friends. We, this week, we've been introducing you to the three couples. We've been able to narrow it down to three, but the final three couples who are in the running to win their dream wedding. It's all thanks to Weddings of Canberra. Awesome prize, mm-hmm. especially after all the delays and the COVID and all the rubbish yes. that's been going on. So yesterday we introduced you to the footy fanatics. This morning, it's the survivors. Hi, I'm Valentina. Hi, I'm Alex. And, and we're, we're the, the survivors. survivors. Tell me about the proposal. Took her to the botanical gardens, which unfortunately was ravaged by hail. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So I wandered around so I found the best-looking part of the botanical gardens, and I proposed, but uh, I had also secretly organized a, um, a group of friends to be up top, and then we met with them afterwards. You know? Oh, nice. Beautiful. Very nicely done, sir. But it was uh, only a short period after, Val, that you guys hit a bit of a snag. Tell us about that. That's right. So I started feeling uh, very fatigued and fatigued, and I had a blood test done and my platelets were very low. I went into the hospital on a Friday and Alex was called in separately and I saw the doctor's solemn stare and I intuitively knew something was horribly wrong. And he says to me, your whole world is about to be turned upside down. And he said, you have acute myeloid leukemia. And I didn't know what that meant, but I heard leukemia and I knew it was bad. Um, and my whole world was turned upside down, but it wasn't just my world. It was Alex's world and my whole family's world as well. So what did the next day, month, year look like for you guys? A blur of just chaos and words being thrown at us that we didn't even know what they meant and procedures and bone marrow biopsies and chemo. And they said on, on that very day, you won't even take in everything we're saying to you um, because it's going to be a massive shock. You'll probably just take in 40%. But over the next 20 minutes or so, they explain to you the whole process that will take about a year um, that leads into a bone marrow transplant from a either unrelated or a related donor. And I was really, really lucky because they found me a 100% match unrelated donor from Germany. Oh, wow. And they had his stem cells frozen. I'm not a medical expert. I don't have the right medical terminology. But anyway, they were frozen. They were brought down to Australia and they were waiting for me for when I was actually ready to undertake that bone marrow transplant. Do you know who they are? I won't know for another year, but... We had to go for the specialised treatment in Sydney Hospital and the day before the treatment we were just doing the normal checkups and the nurse comes in and says, oh, here's something for you, I'll give you a little bit of privacy. She walks away, she hands me a letter, I'm with Alex, we open it up and I'd, I'd like to read it. Please do. Hey dear, it is done. I have finished my donation for you this morning. Now it is your turn to fight. I hope my blood will make you strong to win this special fight. 
I sent my wishes to heaven. We don't know each other yet, but soon there will be the same blood in both our bodies. So we will be like brother and sister. And family is the greatest bond in this world. So please feel free to feel my virtual hug, stay strong, fight and win. I send you all the best wishes from your new family member. Take care, reply and stay strong. That's wonderful. That's probably the coolest letter I think I've ever heard in my yeah, life. Yeah, it was oh, a huge man. gift. And for us, it was the inspiration to say, I have to survive this because I have to meet this person one day yeah. and thank him face to face. Go to the ends of the earth for you to make you feel my love. What would it mean now? To win a wedding and to be able to finally say, this is my husband. You know, during a lot of the medical procedures I had, it was really tough because I had to be awake. And Alex was there to hold my hand and distract me and tell me stories. And he said, Val, just imagine you're getting married. You're wearing a beautiful white dress and your family and friends are smiling at you. I would visualize that. So if this were to happen, it would be a dream come true for us and it would show us that life is a gift to appreciate everything that life has to offer. To make you feel my love. That got us right. Right in the feels. Right in the feels. Right in the feels. If you suddenly have a new ache that you weren't across before, that's what it was. You just got punched Mm. right in the feels. Nigel, I... Man. I would be lying if I said I haven't been losing sleep over how we are going to choose mm. the couple who wins. I know, because right? Because there's still one to come. There is still one to come and we, I know them all now. I've been able to meet with them and I've signed all their paperwork behind the scenes because I am their celebrant, right? For all three of them. Well, yeah, they've all got to be ready to go just in case. Yeah. You know, it's like getting your passport ready for, for a trip you might win. And all of them have a beautiful story. Yeah. All of them have a really strong reason as to why they want to walk down that aisle. They do. So, look, we're going to introduce you to the final couple tomorrow morning and then on Monday we will announce who the winning couple is. What if we got like a like a baby turtle <laughs> and three pieces of meat? You know like they do with the World Cup and let the turtle decide? Isn't there like a psychic octopus oh, with yeah, a or you, something? Get the octopus. He'll know what to do. Yes, yes. Or... Okay, we get Ricky Stewart. Oh. <laughs> We've put numbers on three balls, one, two, and three. Yeah. Maybe we just put them in front of him and it's whichever ones he kicks through the goals. That could work. As long as none of them are from Penrith, we'll be fine. <laughs> it's time to talk about small children and love. Yeah, so a girlfriend of mine is a year one teacher. Mm. And she was telling me how there was a little boy who came into her class and he was like, Miss, what... What is love? Yeah. What What does it mean? Like, what, what, what is, is love? What is the periodic table of elements would be a far easier question to answer. Totally. For any human being. And she was saying to me it really stopped her in her tracks of yeah. how to explain what love is and explain it in a way that someone in year one could understand. So she kind of said, oh, you know, it's, it's big feelings, Timmy. You know, you know when we talk about big feelings and she said it's when somebody in your life makes you feel really good. And he said, so does that mean I can't love my dog? I mean, 
you, you can you can love your dog, but you just can't love your dog. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so she was like, okay, well, obviously this is a this is a question for them, and and I, I'm actually really stuck. Yeah. I don't know how to answer it. So well, she did a little set homework. I say. <laughs> well, she did. She did a little bit of research and talked to some other teachers, and she did. She set homework. Right. So basically, she said to everybody in her class, I want you to go home and I want you to talk to your parents or your caregivers, and at the end of the week, come in with with what oh. you guys have decided that love looks like. Those poor parents. What Imagine is love? Imagine our dads come home on a Friday after a long day at work. <laughs> Daddy wants love? Oh, God. You know, to sort of like spark discussion. You know what I mean? Sure. Anyway, so she sent me through this picture. And she's obviously, she must have taken a photo of something that a little girl called Emma what Emma has written. Oh, this is her submission her on, on, on what is love. Yes, and uh-huh. all the text from my friend says is, um, I couldn't beat this answer. Bring it. So it says, What is love? By Emma Kay. Love is when you're missing some of your teeth, but you're not afraid to smile because you know your friends will still love you even though some of you is missing. Oh, my God. Is that not... Holy crap. (laughs) Is it possible to sum things up any better than that? Is that not the most beautiful thing that you have ever heard? That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, like just from the mouths of babes. Smiling with with a couple of teeth missing. Yes, because you know... Yeah. That your friends will still love you. God, if only Hadaway had just spoken to Emma, they could have saved themselves <laughs> so much time, couldn't they? <laughs> that was the Kristen and Knight podcast. Filled by McCafe. Barista make coffee 24-7. On Mix 106.3.